You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman, and this week on the show, we got to sit down with the inventor of the tapkin, okay? If you guys don't know what this is, it's a one-and-done disposable bib. Skip the clip. Uh, you, It's all one piece. It's actually got like a contour for the neck, so it's not straight across. It's nice and wide. It's got a dirty side, a clean side. It's It has all the bells and whistles of a traditional bib for your patient, without the hassle of finding that clip or the whole idea of like best practices, making sure that your clips are sterilized and don't have any bacteria in there from patients of years gone by. Uh, Anyways, it's Alex, he's on the show. I I won't sit here and do a lot of fluff because you're gonna get to hear him really, really shortly and he's amazing. And I think if you guys haven't tried the product, at least call, order, sample, see what your docs and your hygienists think because I guarantee you'll be hooked like I am. Well, hi guys, welcome back to the show. I have a special guest on this week. I'm sure you have seen me in social media talking about the Tapkin bib. This is a genius product. And of course, what we have to do, we had to get the inventor on the show. Alex is a dental assistant. He went out of his way to solve a problem we all run into. And so Alex, if you have a minute, I could just like introduce yourself to the audience. Um, hi, yes, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Alex Uruburo. I am the inventor of Tapkin, um, formerly known as Tapabeb. Um, I'll tell you more in the in the show. But uh, yeah, I'm a dental assistant. I've been doing this for about 20-something years. Uh, started in the military uh, many, many years ago. Uh, like most male dental assistants, that's how I got my dental assistant training when I was in the Navy. Um, and I Thought I was going to be doing it for a short period of time, but uh, 20-something years later, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still going at it. I enjoy it. So what branch of the military were you in? Uh, I was in the Navy. Oh, nice. I, I, yeah, I joined the Navy to uh, see the world, and I uh, got to see uh, San Diego for dental assistant school, and then uh, the exotic uh, Bethesda, Maryland, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That was the end of my tour. I never really got to see the world like I thought I was going to, but it was okay. It worked out for me. I, I enjoyed my time in. And sometimes it's not even about where you've gotten to go. It's it's who you got to meet. You know, I exactly. think that's what I really enjoyed about the military. Okay. That's right. You were in, right? That's right. Air Force? Yeah, Air Force. So, yep. okay. So we have to know how this whole thing evolved. So you're sitting in your op one day and you thought there's got to be something better. Like, Take us through the whole process of you coming up with the Tapkin. Uh, where do I start? Uh, so, yeah, I had a very big problem uh, to me. that I, I, I've been staring, like I said, I've been staring at the bibs for many years and put, you know, so many bibs on, I can't remember. Um, so I, I had a problem that I kept getting the patient's neck wet. Um, and my doctor didn't really care much about, you know, how the bibs sit and anything like that. So I had, I kept trying to move the bib around so that it it wouldn't get the, the patient's neck wet. 
Um, so my, <clears throat> excuse me, so my initial idea was to come up with a, um, uh, I used to use those um, sterilizable chains, the, I forget, the silicone ones. Uh, so I thought of an adjustable chain. I was like, oh, why doesn't anybody have an adjustable chain? So you can adjust it to, you know, to everybody, to each uh, patient's neck size. Uh, so that was my original idea. So I came up with the idea. I, I drew it. I thought about it for months. I came up with the design and I was ready to patent it. And uh, then I was like, you know what, what would my competitor do? What would, what would they do if, if it was me? Uh, so I sat down, did some numbers. And I was like, yeah, this is a, a good product, but I need to figure something else out. So I sat on the idea for a few months. And then one day I was sitting in the up and I was, you know, suctioning away. And this patient, you know, again, I kept trying to move the baby around so it wouldn't get wet. The, the neck wouldn't get wet. And then it just popped into my head. I was like, they have the bib, they have the disposable holders. Why don't they have one that's all in one? And that's how it, it was born. Uh, the initial idea was actually um, th different than the, the, the samples that you have. It was, uh, it had two tabs. So it was, uh, uh, how do I explain it? It was two pre-perforated um, lines on either side. So instead of connecting on one side of the bib, it connected in the middle and the two, and it flapped on, the, on either side. Um, and this design worked really great for, you know, attaching the bib all the way around the neck. It was perfect. It covered the neck, it covered the color area. Um, I, I, that's my, my favorite uh, design. Um, and uh, I got it patented, I prototyped it, I started manufacturing. Um, you know, some people really, really loved it. Um, but it didn't do really well in the market. It just, it was cumbersome. People had a hard time. There were the two taps and kept getting stuck on people's hair. So I went back to the drawing board and I, and then it was uh, an evolution ever since, since, uh, and then it was a, a one st um, straight uh, strap, uh, kind of like the contour one that we have now, except they didn't, it didn't have the contour. It was just a straight design. It was just straight strap. Um, but that one, you know, we tested it, again, you know, from patent, prototype, manufacture. Um, and again, people liked it, but it, it still had its issues. So going back to the drawing board. Um, and then it came up with a, with a contour idea and that, that sort of seemed to fit, uh, fix all the problems that the other ones had. Um, and then um, it just, it's been an evolution. It wasn't just one moment, um, you know, it was one moment when I had the problem, uh, but it took uh, uh, several years to try and get the product uh, where it is now. Right, and it's- uh, It's been fun, but <laughs> it's, it's quite a challenge. I don't, I don't <laughs> think people see the, you know, behind the scenes stuff, you know, just like, bam, exactly. one day there, there's this product that's on the market and it's genius. And like, you, you forget right. how much, growth that most of the products, not just the Tapkin, but all of the lot, a lot of the pro products that we use in dentistry, like just how they had it all go through this growing period, you know, where you're, you're ironing out the kinks, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So no, it was definitely like when I came up with the idea, it was like, oh, this is great. Everybody's going to love it firsthand. Yeah. You know, four years later, here we are <laughs> 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 still working on it. 
Well, I, I love the design it's at now. Now here's my question. So when you were doing your prototype testing out and stuff, were you doing that in the op with your patients? Well, yeah, that's actually, a, uh, yeah, great question. It, I, I did. It's the, it's the great thing about being able to be a dental assistant and being able to come up with an idea that I can test every day all the time. Uh, so I've tested, you know, all types of different sizes and I've cut out different designs and tape. I use all, <laughs> it's funny, if, you, if I could show you all the, the different designs that I have in little prototypes and it's all taped and cut out uh, with scissors and all these little different patterns uh, that I've sort of tested. And um, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I got to test it in the, in the op and, and I was lucky at the same time that to be able to test it, but at the same time, I think it was, I became too hyper-focused on it. <laughs> you know, you kind of sit on the details and get caught on the little details. Oh, this is not right. It's not going to work, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it was really helpful to be able to come up with the idea and be able to test it and see, and not only me, but you know, everybody in the office where I work uh, gave it to the team. They've been really supportive and they all have, you know, throw in their few cents to say, oh, yeah, it's too big, too small. Or do this and they have their suggestions and, you know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. So um, it, that's been a process as well, but it's been really helpful. Yeah. What it, you know, people pay thousands of dollars to the, <laughs> with these random blind bl random blind audiences and you got to mm -hmm. do it for free so yeah i say yeah. that's a win-win <laughs> yeah it was definitely definitely i there's no way i would have been able um to do it without my team um and and not only like you said not only the support but like you said the, the financial aspects of it um, you know you know as, as dental assistants you know we're limited on the amount of money that we make. Uh, so having uh, a product and the cost of the patents and the prototypes and having it tested and, you know, like you say, having it, all these test groups, it's, uh, it's quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the baby itself, actually, I'm so glad that I didn't come up with some, you know, electronic uh, <laughs> device or something. I was like, I, I wouldn't have been able to start you know with the project because fortunately it's, it's a disposable bib i mean to manufacturers it's relatively cheap when you, when you're talking about prototypes if you're comparing it to you know uh some mechanical yeah a new laser <laughs> yes exactly yes exactly you need yeah. like several hundred angel investors we're like um i need you to pay me to make this product even though i don't know if it works and there could be somebody out there that develops it faster than me like that would be scary yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's a constant fear. You know, that's uh, when you come up with an idea, when you come up with an invention. Um, that was my first. You know, I, I lost. I would lose a lot of sleep trying to. Are people gonna come up? You know, with a, a patent, and they're gonna try to do this and try to do that. And, and uh, it's funny because you have all these expectations of what it might happen, and then none of them do. But then you have this whole set of other ones that just pop out of nowhere and you kind of get blindsided by it in terms of uh you know being ready for for those kind of issues yeah there's a lot you know and especially when you're like i'm sure you did it you stayed up all night searching on the internet making sure that mm -hmm. nobody had this design 
or yeah. that, you know, there was, wasn't anything just similar enough for them to try and get you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I, it's funny because I, when I came, I came up with the idea, right. And I thought about it and I was at work and then I couldn't wait to get home and, you know, drove in traffic and came home and then sat down for hours and just went through a whole bunch of different patterns. And, and I was like, somebody's got to have it. I figure somebody had it, but, but, uh, you know, they either it didn't work or they were they were just just, just had the patent. They didn't want to do the effort to try and bring it to market. Uh, but fortunately, um, nobody had uh, patented, so so that that worked out for me. Yeah, I love it, and I love the fact that you're a DA doing this because you're inspiring others. You know, there's lots of us that are chairside every day, and we see these recurrent problems, and mm -hmm. and people like hearing your story because the idea that, okay, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is a circle actually, because it's funny because I, for years, right. I've been ordering supplies for the office and, and I've always come up with a whole bunch of different ideas, not always dental related. Um, and just like everybody else, like, Oh, this, somebody should do this. Somebody should do that. And, uh, I lost my train of, train of thought. Um, so, Sorry. Um, yeah. So it's a circle. So I was thinking that my, uh, my friend actually, I didn't think I, I had all these ideas. Right. And then my friend actually invented something with his wife and it was like, Oh, well, if he can do it, I can do it. So it was that aha moment that it was like, that were you talking about that? It's nice to see that somebody else has done it. And that is somebody like you that does something similar to you. And then they, they if they can do it, why, why can't you? So yeah. I'm glad that it's, this is inspiring. I hope it inspires a lot of dental assistants. I think dental assistants are, uh, have met a lot of really smart dental assistants. I think we bring a lot to the team and sometimes we could, we could bring more. Um, there's a lot of problems to be solved out there. Um, that uh, you know, dental assistants can help with. Uh, it, it, it takes time and effort though, but it, it can be done. Yep, just like that endo sterilization box, guys. There's gotta be some things. One of you out there is thinking about it right now. The minute you drop it and all those files go on the floor, because all you did was take the lid off, there's gotta be a solution, right? <laughs> <laughs> you see yeah, all these sure. people posting, like this is how my morning started, and then like literally all the gutta percha or all the files are on the ground. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I'm sure somebody. Yeah, well, if, if not, if nobody's working on it, some, somebody should. That's something for sure. Something magnetized. Yes. Let's just throw that out there. Something <laughs> magnetized, even though it's well, like, yeah, titanium. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have it. I know. Well, somebody might now that we've uh, we've opened Pandora's box, you guys. Go yeah, but it. there you go. Yeah, there and there's so many other things. Like I have other ideas that, that I that I want to bring to life and. Um, I'm limited by the, the financing of, 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 the, of, you know, coming up with a, a product. It's, yeah. Well, but there I mean, are so many things out there <laughs> that you can just come up with and they solve problems. Yep. And, and dental assistants, we're multitaskers. We, I mean, inherently are problem solvers. You know, just yeah. years of triage will do that to your brain. <laughs> yes. Yes. I agree. Yes. And that's, that's sort of what I, said about uh, earlier that 
I didn't think about it at the beginning, you know, after 20 years, it took 20 years for me to figure it out. Oh yeah, that's, that's what should be done. Uh, and sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Sometimes it takes a little bit less, uh, but it's definitely all that thinking. Um, and for me, it was also, like I said, ordering the supplies, seeing new products every day, seeing some of those products that you kind of go, Oh, I wish I invented that. Um, and I could have invented that. Um, so that's that's sort of you have to kind of combine that mentality of your creati creativity and being able to say yes i can do it i need to figure out what problem bothers me and i need to figure out how to solve it and go from there yeah just take the bull by the horns and don't be timid you know it's just like think about all the things that dental assistants do like their little inventions, like putting a gauze here or, you know, setting the solution over there, like all these things we already do to solve problems, mm -hmm. that could be an invention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. that with us, <laughs> Yeah. With us, they, they, they are inventions. Uh, uh, they are inventions. And a lot of things, you know, you come up with little things here in the office, like you say. Um, and then some of them can be, you know, if, if they're done correctly, it can be profitable. You know, you have to be careful and you have to be able to, to, um, I guess not decide, but differentiate what could really work, be worth, uh, going through the effort and what you can say, oh yeah, this is not, you know, when I work, uh, but the, the challenge is you won't know until you tried it, you know, you, you won't know until you've come up with an idea and then you tried it and the market says, Oh yes, it's a good idea or no, we hate it. Um, so that's sort of the hard part about it. Uh, for people who are, that, that's just sort of my advice for people who are trying to come up with an idea and trying to bring it to market. Um, it's, it's just a little bit of a challenge to, you know, you do your market research uh, just like you do with everything else. You figure out your competitors, you figure out how, how much they're making, what they're making it for. Um, how much it's going to cost you to, you know, you have to sit down and go through all the finances and you know, see if it's, if it's really worth at the end of the day, um, going through all that. Um, cause I, I mean, I think there are a lot of great ideas out there. Um, but some of them are not as, you know, profitable as they, as we think they are. Yeah. So t walk us through how you did your sales pitch. Like once you had this amazing product, you know, four, four prototypes later, how did you pitch it? How did I pitch it? Well, <laughs> that's, a, it's, um, again, you know, it's been <clears throat> a little bit of a, uh, growth also on the, on, on selling it. Um, first thing I came up with, like I said, I invented it because my problem was I wanted to make the BIF chain adjustable. Um, and then I realized that it, it also helped me. My next biggest problem was that I kept losing the chains. Like you, like you put it on the video. I just, every day I would lose this thing. You know, it was like the keys. I could never find them. You're supposed to put it in the same place, but you would lose it and um, put it in one place, throw it away. Somebody would take it. It, it just spent a whole lot of time looking for those, for those things. Um, but then I realized that the big, one of the bigger issues was the cross-contamination. Um, so all those bib chains, which, you know, you wiped, uh, like I said, I used them for 20 years, never sterilized them, only wiped them. 
um, uh, they have uh, contaminants, they have bacteria, they have all these things in there. I, mean, I think the studies show that up to 40% of them, they still have uh, bacteria depend, um, even after disinfection. So that, that was the, the biggest thing that I, that I realized that for other people, uh, for other customers, that's what was important. And it, and it is now that I've realized it because um, I was one of those dental assistants who was like, oh, you just wipe it and you're fine, you know. Um, but then I realized that the cross-contamination piece is, is, is one of the important things. You want to be careful um, to not infect, you know, people who are uh, immune compromised, children, you know, seniors, um, people who are um, malnourished. Um, so you definitely want to take that into consideration when you say, <clears throat> when you just wipe in the chain, I think it's, it's, very important um and then there, there are other, other things you know it saves time it comes folded inside out uh, which i don't understand why all the other bibs come you know folded with the tissue side out exposed to the elements you know you put them in the supply room they get exposed to different things people sneeze people grab them with their dirty hands um so um that's how we sort of progress through that whole process you know for me at the beginning it was oh, I'm just going to cover the patient's neck. And that worked for me. Uh, but no, it's definitely uh, having the cross-contamination piece, uh, saving, you know, making sure that there is, that, that you can find the chains. Um, and um, yeah, that's basically it. It's, it's, that those are the, I think the problems that uh, Tapkin solves that, cross-contamination and it saves you time and also you can adjust it to every patient dependent on the patient size uh, I, I know it's a little bit challenging with patients uh, to come up with a one-size-fits-all so it, that's sort of been the the challenge coming up with a, the actual the right length for the strap but um, but no I think it definitely solves all the pro all those problems for everybody and then I think it makes your routine easier um, in terms of you know, changing the, you know, when you're flipping rooms and you're rushing, you know, hygienists, dentists, or dental assistants, we do most of it, but uh, I know hygienists do that a lot. Um, you have, you know, five minutes to somehow switch, you know, flip the room around and make sure everything is disinfected and that you don't cross-contaminate anything. So I think it definitely makes it uh, your day easier um, in terms of uh, keeping it uh, what's the word? Yeah, I guess just making it easier for you. Yeah, efficiency. Here's the, here's what efficiency, I efficiency. Thank you. Efficiency. So you know, like when I tell people about it, I'm like, you know what? It just makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. You know, I like I like that phrase. It just makes sense. Like, why would you do a two step process? Why would you have the you know, and a lot of dentists still use the patient chest as the tabletop. I know they're not supposed to, but there's some old school guys out there still putting their instruments on the chest. And, right. and to know that it's a cleaner surface doing so, I think is, is a good security. You know, just to know that if you can't change the dentist's ways, at least you can change what they're putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's sort of one of the challenges, you know, with, uh, with uh, people trying to change people and trying to change their mind. Um, the, I had a dentist that came up to me and she and I showed her the product and demonstrated it and she's like, Oh, okay, that's fine. But you know what? I have my chain 
that I've used for the past 30 years and I wipe it every day and, and that, that works for me. And she walked away and I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, and that's where you sit in there phasing, you know, a, a lot of patients, uh, not patients, customers or doctors or dental assistants, hygienists, they, they've been doing it like that for a long time. And that's what they're used to. And that that's what they're comfortable with. And they're, and, there's no reason there there's no real reason for them to to change it um unless you you know like you say you, you tell them these are these are the reasons why it, it's easier and if they educate us, themselves a little bit about why is it easier uh, because it it's all in one place because it's reduces cross contamination because it, it's lets you know inventory management it, it, a lot of things uh then they usually make the switch. Yeah, yeah. You just got to make it easier for them to see the USPs, right? Or USPs, unique selling points. Unique selling points, yes. <laughs> exactly, yes. That, I learned a new term today. I didn't know that one. Yep, USP. Unique, sell, unique selling points. I have to add it to my uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Alex, okay, so if one of our listeners wants to buy some of these, like, give us a little bit of the details. Like, how many come per order? Uh, who would they order it through? Stuff like that. Um, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, we're right now selling through Practicon. Uh, it's one of our main distributors, uh, Pearson Dental and American Dental Accessories. Uh, we're still trying to get into the the big ones, um, Benko, Henry Shine, and all of them. They're still on the fence about it. Um, but so for everybody that went, that's interested, you could um, find it on idaluproducts.com. That's uh, www.edaluproducts.com. Uh, or if you want to find it the easier way, just search Tapkin, Google Tapkin, and then it'll Tapkin bib, you know, come up <laughs> first thing. Uh, that's probably the easier thing. Um, and they come right now. We only have a, we're available in blue. Uh, there's 400 per box. Um, they sell for about $45 uh, per box, uh, depending on the dealer. But we sell them directly right now for $45. Uh, and eventually, we're hoping to have other colors and other sizes and uh, more options available. But that's what we have right now. Yeah, I could see a definite need for like a pediatric one because you guys have yes. like literally you could be Da Vinci and do print and whatever like for the pediatric. Like I could see your world exploding because if you get a great product like this and then you can, you know, have different offshoots from that. I, I, I think I'm excited for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, no, definitely. I think eventually we're going to have the longer design, uh, which I know some people who have uh, older parents, you know, they've asked me about, they're like, oh, you know, we have an older dad, we, we take them around, we want to, we always have to carry a bib, we want something that's disposable. So for them, it'll be uh, uh, a longer design. Um, and then, uh, you know, I even thought about having lobster bibs with, <laughs> with the napkin. Yes. Uh, but that's, you know, <laughs> it's a crazy idea. We'll, we'll see what actually happens eventually. Well, Alex, I, I am so excited that, for one, you took the time to come on the show and tell us all about this. And two, that you're a dental assistant. Like, literally, that's so exciting to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I, I'm very glad that you had me. I, 
I listen to your podcast and it, it, you have a lot of insights and I, I'm, I really enjoy it. You know, I'm a dental assistant. I commute all the time. So I'm always listening to podcasts and I enjoy yours very much. So great job. I appreciate it. And I, I think you're doing a great job bringing, bringing all these things to, you know, for dental assistants. I know we, as dental assistants, we get stuck in the app and, you know, get frustrated about our, our, our daily routine. So having you and listening to you and uh, podcasts like this, uh, it, it's really helpful. Well, thank you. You know, we're just giving dental assistants a voice because we need more love. You know, we're (laughs) we're lacking love in the industry and we need more of it. And even if we have to just give it to ourselves, I think that a lot of times it will do the trick. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's all about the support, the support that you get from each other, the support you get from your team. And, you know, sometimes your team is a podcast away, you know, it's, uh, that's what it is. Absolutely. Well, Alex, thank you so much. Um, you guys seriously go out by the Tapkin. It just makes sense. <laughs> yes. It'll make your life easier. Yes. And if, if you're having a hard time picturing what it looks like, um, go, like you said, just Google Tapkin or on DA Rockstars. I made a little promo video talking about how awesome the product is. And, uh, you know, it, in case you're a visual person, it, you'll see it and it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, there's a strap attached to the bib. You don't have to look for the chain. So it, it, it's, it's all one piece. Well, Alex, very I can't easy. wait. I'd love it. It is very easy. Um, keep us posted. You know, we're supporting you 100%. And uh, we can't wait to see where it all goes. Uh, thank you, Rhonda. I appreciate it. I appreciate your help. And thank you for having me. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the video, by the way. I think uh, I, I enjoyed it very much. It was, it was very fun to watch. I like to learn and laugh. So I'm going to try and do more of that. <laughs> yeah, I no, it was definitely great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you could do too. I think you can laugh and learn at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely a lot more, a lot more fun when you, when you're, when you, when you're well, actually, you can learn more when you have fun, I think. Yeah. Yep. More things fire in the brain, all those little cylinders. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I do. I do agree about that. That's how, that's how I go by my day every day at work you know I try to enjoy what I do and I, and I do enjoy it and it makes the it makes the day easier yep it does well thank you so much Alex you take care all right, all right Rhonda thank you you too okay bye-bye. bye-bye thank you for listening to another episode of DA Rockstars thank you so much Alex for coming on the show and being a rock star dental assistant finding the problem designing solution, making our lives, our worlds better. I mean, come on guys. If you have an idea that you've just been sitting on, go for it. Do it. You're not just a dental assistant, <laughs> but you know, guys, if you need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook, Instagram, Julie Barney at Dental Assistants Rock, Instagram, Facebook, or the website. And as always, find your tribe. Dental Assistants Worldwide Group is a safe place for dental assistants. If you guys aren't busy after this episode and you happen to be on whatever platform you're listening your podcast to, reviews really help. So we'd love one, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, we don't mind. We just want to know what you think. But until next week, keep on suctioning.